Want to hear your favorite Sir shows in CD quality and ad-free? Then sign up for Smodcast, a premium content archive launching in July. Membership has its perks, including access to ticketed events before anybody else. And if you pre-order Smodcast now, you'll get a kick-ass merchandise bundle, including comics, a mini poster, stickers, a mystery shirt, and more. The first 150 pre-orders will also receive either a clerk's lunchbox or a chronic action figure. The merchandise bundle is just 25 bucks plus shipping and handling and includes your first month of Smodcast access. After that, your credit card will be billed just $4.99 a month for ad-free, high-quality versions of every Smodcast internet radio show. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes say for pay. Sign up at Smodcast.com. Sneak to the deal. right motherfuckers i forgot that we were recording and i was just listening to the to the jam i was like why'd you pause it i didn't pause i it, it ended there because it goes this is your host jason muse and jordan muse <laughs> so there you have it this is muse cast uh we don't have a theme song yet but we don't we, we have someone working on it we do have one for the muse cast which is today um it's I liked, uh, I think I tweeted something about recording and I said, this is Muse Cla- Musecast slash Jam Bob Get Jobs. Cause it's technically, uh, sort of a filler. Even though they have, tell them Steve, De- temp- tell them Steve Dave is filling in for the actual hours of live streaming. This is, uh, sort of Jam Bob Get Jobs. Um, but recording slash AKA Musecast. Um, live in Winnipeg on the set of Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. And I am your host, Jason Muse. Oh, and I am Jordan Muse, his wife. I am somehow got suckered into this, uh, involuntarily, but we are on set in Winnipeg. Right. We're the only ones here walking around this very grim, abandoned high school. Yes, we're here now. Uh, right now we're here, uh, and they're not shooting. I, this is like the third one I've recorded. Uh, the first one was with, uh, I did the whole sort of hour sat here with Alex House, who plays Todd from the Todd in the Book of Purible. Um, the second one I did, um, with myself. I tried to see how I could do it a solo, solo muse cast. And then I did call, uh, Andy Milanakis, him and I talked. And also I did some muse news and all that stuff. So we'll see. No, no one's a, as of right now, this is, it is, uh, June 19th. As of right now, no one has heard the one I'm talking about or heard this one yet because we're recording it now. But anyway. 3.38 p.m. Pacific? Yes. And it is. 4.48 uh, Central? Ex- something like that. Yeah. 4.48 Central. And what, well, West Coast, it's what, uh, two hours behind. So it's 1.39. Oh. 139. No, oh no, no, sorry. My clock is set. You're right. It's 339. And here it is quarter, almost, it's 20 to 6. 20 wow. to 6. Let me tell you this though. What we're saying <laughs> is it's Sunday, the 19th, and we are on set where the, we're shooting Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. The sets are all set inside of a high school. So we're in, they have an abandoned high school in Winnipeg. And that's where we're shooting, and that's where we are right now. They set up this really cool sound sort of room, sound booth, sound room, studio room. And, you know, I've been recording and hanging out, sort of doing what we're doing while 
it's the daytime and it's a weekday and they're shooting. So there's people all over the place going in and out. You hear bells in the background for when, you know, they're shooting. It's like school bell rings. Yeah. Go to class. Well, no, it's the, Hey, be quiet because we're shooting bell, like the red little fucking blinky bell on set that they have that goes sh- quiet on the set. Action. That's what that is? Yes, that's what that is. I thought is. that it was a part of a scene since we're out of school and you guys are shooting out of school. Either way, it's very obnoxious. You didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You thought that whole time, every time it rang, it was this part of the scene that's like, school bell's in. Well, I, I've have only heard it a couple th- times because I usually sit here with my headphones on. That is true. But have you walked through the hallways and saw the big box no. at the end of the hall with the red light blinking? And the only time I've walked through the hallways was just now when I tried to find out. the ladies' room. Otherwise, I come straight into this room. Okay, so uh, even when we're here at work, Jordan just usually co- gets out of the car, walks right to the sound booth, hangs out in here, and is in here the whole time with her headphones on working. Uh, emails, you know, talking to people on the phone, working, doing business and such things and whatnot. Now, I walk around and say hi to people and the one and day – And socialize. And socialize and shoot. I'm working one day, the one day I wasn't working. But we're here on a weekend and they're not shooting. So the security guard let us in. They were kind enough to let the security guard know that we were going to be coming in so we can record. And so the school's abandoned. It's it's nighttime out. It's dark. It's not dark, dark, but inside it's dark. There's not much sun shining through the windows. And so it's sort of weird and, and uh, sort of dim and, and creepy because you're in a school that's abandoned. And there's like – Lockers that are torn apart and a boiler room, like doors open. So the boiler room's there and there's, there's, uh, old posters from the school and, and the fake stuff, the stuff they've put up. And it's about uh, pretty interesting. And that's, it reminds me of when I got lost. Remember when we were in somewhere in Canada and you were doing a Q and A and I went to go check on Jersey because our, we had brought our dog Jersey with us and she couldn't be in the entire school or in the area that Jason was performing. So, we had to lock her in a classroom and I went to go check on her and I couldn't find my way back. Yes. I was it was lost. a college. It was a big college out somewhere in Canada. And of course I watched too much, uh, CSI or Veronica Mars and Law and Order and such things. And I got all nervous because I was like, she wasn't answering her phone. I couldn't find her. And I'm like sitting here thinking that, you know, the, some fraternity boys like snatched her up and made an example of her, uh, like as a hazing or something, <laughs> um, shaved her head and put an egg in her butt- butthole. <laughs> I got all nervous and I was like freaking out and, and, uh, like I really did get, since like I was really scared. I got anxiety and, uh, I was searching for her. I almost wanted them to like put over the loudspeaker, you know, <laughs> you Jordan Muse, where is Jordan Muse? Um, so that's me watching too much television, but not to, it was scary to, though. Cause I couldn't find anybody to ask where, where, how to get back to where I was. Yeah. And that happens to me was all late. the time. It was I'm late. never paying attention to where I'm going. It was late at night. It was like after the show. So it was like 11 o'clock at night or something. And everyone's usually either at a party or they're in their dorm rooms. And you know, so there's this big, big college, big campus and hallways and classrooms that are locked so yes i watched too much tv so it makes my imagination i was fine makes my imagination a little bit uh more more weary than i guess usual but these are real things the things like that really do happen so you know it's better be safe than sorry is the quote Better to bet it's better to be safe. Now I'm never allowed sorry. to go anywhere without a chaperone or <laughs> or a dog, pit bulls, Jersey and Jacks. And uh, Jordan and I will talk about this right now. Is is so? This is uh, real quick. I'll tell this and see. Not many people will get to know this. So if we put this out in smod cost, I was saying it's sort of like I think these, some of these should be sort of exclusive. Things because here's something I won't talk about on the regular, like sort of personal. But so when my mom passed, when I lived in Jersey in 2000, uh, when I was sorry, when I was there, right before I went to California, and I was really, really fucked up. I went there to go do Jane, Silent Bob, uh, uh, Strikes Back, the movie. We went to go do like a press 
junket. So we go to LA and you go do interview and, and I got really bad. We've told the story before. Kevin's told the story about him pulling up to my house and I came out and he thought I was someone else because I was so thin. I was 150 pounds. My eyeballs are coming out of my head and I look like, like the walking dead. And that's not an exaggeration. If I had a picture, uh, you know, people would be able to, there are pictures actually out there that are not Close to that, but not there. That's probably, there's probably pictures of me like 160 pounds, 165 pounds. Um, so if you see any pictures that are look horrifying and deadly, then you could imagine 10, 15 pounds less than that. So anyway, I went out to Jerry. He picked me up. We told that story. We came out, did, I got, I did about my first interview. We were staying at the Sofitel. And my first interview, I was nodding out. And then I went to my room and then I started getting high and Malcolm found dope, came in the room and found a bag of dope. It was the W. It was the, no, it was the, this is so fatal. When you guys have told the story before, <clears throat> you say the W is in Westwood. W. Oh, well, Fair go enough. on, go on. Either way, don't ever correct me on Aaron. I was just curious because th- th- there's matter. different doesn't stories matter. about it's different true. hotels and it's I didn't true. know where it was going. And it could going. be the W because you know what? All right, well, it doesn't matter where it's going for you. It's where it's going for the people listening. Um, all right, all right. Go um, on. Jesus, man. I'm like pouring my heart out here. And she's like, oh, my God, no. It was the blue, blue pair of pants you had on that day. Like, who gives a shit? So anyway, um, Malcolm found the bag of dope. And uh, then they sent – you fucked up my whole story, man. Sorry. Um, so then – Malcolm, Malcolm found me, told Kevin and Scott, we've told this story. Uh, they called someone and I got sent to, I had a choice, go home or go to rehab. So I chose rehab because I knew I needed it. I need to get help. And I was not doing my mother any good. My mom was home very sick. Um, my sister was living there at the house also. Um, and she was a mess. She was smoking crack, shooting dope. Matter of fact, I found out afterwards, like after I started sobering up a little bit, I'd call home and check in and stuff. And she let the guy that we used to buy crack, he lived like, you know, five blocks away, but he got kicked out of his house. So he was living at our house. Um, and he was like, so my sister got even worse. Cause if you're, if the crack dealer is living inside your house, then, you know, um, you're in trouble. You're in trouble either way, but it's worse if, the, if it's literally sitting in your living room um, with access that easy and close. So anyway, things got worse and worse, and I was in L.A., and I couldn't really – didn't have control over much. But um, I, things – so then my sister – I don't know where the story goes from there. I forget. I, I think I had come – I got out of rehab. I go in home. And anyway, I wind up wanting to stay in LA. I went and saw my mom. My mom passed away. My sister was in control of the house. I had no control over that. Sorry, my mom. Sorry, you know what? The story has been told before. My mom had passed away at this point, so I apologize. See, my, my fucking, that, that's why, that's when I got really bad. So my sister was only living at the house with her boyfriend, um, and the crack dealer. And then the boyfriend OD'd. So my sister got really out of control and had the crack dealer living at the house. So all my stuff's there unattended. And I'm really nervous because I have comic books, remote control cars, cameras, and all sorts of really pricey things. And my mom's stuff, of course. I want to hold on to some of my mom's stuff. So I have memories, pictures, and all that stuff. And re- as a long story short, because I'm going on and on with this, is... I had no idea that uh, one of our friends had taken a bunch, as much stuff as they could put in their car and brought it to their house. And all these years, 10 years now, they have had that stuff. And they called recently and said they were moving and that they needed to get, get out of there because they're moving somewhere where they can't cart it around with them. And I didn't even know they well, had it. They called it. you askew, which was like so crazy that they were able to get a hold of you, right? Yes, very, very. And that's what I'm saying. They hunted it down. I'm glad they did because it's – Important stuff. And so, yeah, so they got a hold of you askew and that was awesome because they had the stuff and my good, good friend Joe Bangles went and picked up the stuff. And anyway, I'm getting at is I have some of the stuff. Jordan and I were just looking. There was a bunch of pictures. He brought it to you on your birthday in New Jersey. Yes, he did. He did. So I got to see some of it. It's, it's still there. I had a big bucket of comic books and then there was a bucket of stuff. 
um, paperwork and just stuff. And to be honest, a lot of it was stuff that was useless. But there was a lot of pictures that was that I was happy about. I posted one on Twitter the other day of me when I was 15. Like I don't have any pictures of me, honestly. Like right now, now I do have some, but before that, I don't think I had any pictures of me. Then you know, of it besides, excuse me, maybe what's online from like you know, a premiere back with Dogma or Mallrats or something. But besides that, I don't have anything earlier than that even. Right. And my mom or, has pictures of me, you know, when I was born, video, and you you sat one night when I, before I left for Europe and you and my mother watched me coming home from the hospital and my kindergarten oh, graduation. Yes, video. Yeah, we, we have a video. And of all sorts of stuff. And it's sad because, uh-huh. you know, you don't have any of that and I can't share any of that with you. And and we still don't. I mean, the good thing is we did get a couple. We got something. I think the earliest Better picture. Than nothing, right? Yes. No. I mean, I'm very very happy, and that's why I'm talking about it. Is right now we were just looking at. I totally like forgot. I used to call my dog. We had a dog, and we used to call it Cocky's Poopies. And I totally forgot his real name was Bizarro. We named him Bizarro, and that was his name. I'm going to take. Matter of fact, uh, of course, it will be the timing will be off, but. After we get done recording this, I'm going to take a photo and I think I'm going to take a picture and snap it and put it on Twitter. So this is probably – go back and look for, through Twitter if you want to see the Poopies Cockies, a.k.a. Bizarro, um, and that picture will be up. Um, but yeah, so there was that and I just was thinking about it and there was a picture – uh, picture of me when I played, I told the story before where I said I was in plays in, in elementary school. I was the prince and I was this. I don't have any of those pictures, but I told Kevin, I was like, the earliest play I did was in kindergarten. I played L for lollipop, man. I do remember that. And it's so funny because there happened to be a picture of me and my sister out front of our elementary school. And I, it was a little, little J and like, like, uh, you know, six years old or so. And I was lollipop, dressed up as lollipop, man. It's very, very cute. And there's some of me when I was, there's one of me when I was 10, there's one of me when I was 15, and I think another one of me when I was probably about seven or eight. So I'm going to snap some of those and start putting them up. I think I'm going to save the younger ones for Smodco. It's going to be so um, Actually, they're not going to go, those ones aren't going on Smodcast, no. But there is something, it is going to be a little surprise. Yes, there's going to be a surprise. So there'll be stuff like that. But Poppy, Poopoo's Kakas, I'm going to put up. Um, KK Bizarre. I'm going to snap a picture, put him up. But, um, I don't know. It was, it was very nice and sweet. And now, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I got some photos and some com- my comic books too, which I left at the secret stash for Walter to go through. And he said he would try to help me go through them and see if there's any worth anything. And I told him, I said, look, maybe we can have someone bring them in. And even though it's my stuff, Say it's my stuff or say it's someone else's stuff and put it on the show, the AMC show. That's <clears throat> a really say, good idea. Right? They can come in and say, how much is this shit worth? And we, me and Walter looked through about 30 books and he's like, crap, crap, crap. But there's actually one, which is the first appearance of – I forget already now. But there's a first appearance of somebody and he said the book was is worth probably about 20 bucks or so. Which isn't a whole lot, but if you bought it for a dollar, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. Twenty bucks I got there, so he's gonna look through that for me. And I used to read comics when I was a kid too. I used to read Archie comics. I know, and we've gotten you some Archies recently. And yes, I got to at trip. Fan Expo in Fan Toronto. Expo. I yeah. got speaking to, uh, of Canada. <laughs> yeah, I got to uh, the the designer, the the artist that draws Betty, Veronica, Jughead, all of them was there, and so I got to buy the marriage issue. Which is really yeah. awesome because, you know, it's like an ongoing story. It's been like 40 years that Betty and Veronica have been fighting over Archie. He finally got married. Oh, we can't tell who. You got to read the book to find out. <laughs> Speaking of Fan Expo, I want to go because I know <clears throat> these guys have been talking about it here on Todd in the book of Pure pure evil and they were saying i believe that they're going to be going again and i really want to go like it was yeah it's a really cool comic book show i mean comic con is comic con but i mean fan expo Comic-Con has evolved over the years though oh, it's man. really crazy oh hell yeah even man. in the last five years that i've been so fan expo is a little more intimate and it's still got the the old time spirit right it does. It does. It's a really good show. And we're going to New York. Oh my God. I forgot we're going to New York and I'm so fucking excited. Excited. Speaking of, 
Um, New York Comic Con, October 14th. Jane Sell and Bob Get Old will be performing, um, there. I don't know the exact time, but I think it's at the IGN Theater. For more details, go to csmod.com. Where do you go? Spell it, go csmod.com. That's S-E-E-S-M-O-D.com. But I'm excited too. I've never been to New York Comic Con and there's supposed to be a lot of cool people there. Felicia Day is going to be there. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's a good show. Kevin and I went the first year it opened, and I remember I was shocked at how how large it was. Their first one, and they had a turn away it's at the Ovid Center this year. I think they had a turn away of something like twenty thousand people or something crazy because it was so. It was only you know the capacity. They weren't sure how big it was going to be, and little did they know it was going to be humongous. And they had a turn away about. It was something like fifteen or twenty thousand people, and it was the tickets for the show, show. I think are like twenty five bucks, but all of the prime seats have already sold out, which is good. But you know, I'd love for it to the whole show to sell out. Right? Yes, That'd be awesome. go to the show, check out our show. That we're gonna be there. Also, real quick, uh, we're gonna play it, play a little something, something, and this way you could find out more about well, New York. We already told you about New York, and we have this. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob are going to snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Day. Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? So yes, we will be in Red Bank too. Which- Shout out to Kyle and Scott who did that for us. They're really oh, awesome. Scott, so good. Scott mixes everything, pulls the audio and mixes in the beats that my cousin Dre gives us. And uh, Kyle records all the voiceovers. He writes all of his own copy, which is awesome. So I don't have to come up with anything. And he's funny. He is very funny. It's, uh, I love it. I want, I want to make one for Musecast. So we're going to try to look into that. Um, but there you have it. We're going to be in Red Bank, October. Oh, October, is it October 8th? Yes, October 8th. There you have it. October 8th, Red Bank. So check it out. I'm excited because I'll get to go home again, be in Jersey, go see my buddy Joe Bangles. Um, oh, Joe Bangles hopefully will be out in, uh, LA. LA at that point. LA, our buddy Joe Bangles from Jersey that we visit every time we're in Jersey is supposed to come out, but I'll get to see my family, which it was awesome. I got to see my family the other day. Speaking of which, happy Father's Day. Um, to all my family peoples, Wally and Peter and Wayne and Kevin Horvath and Kevin Smith and, uh, all Brian Kelly. She, all my friends have kids now and my, and my and family. Brian Johnson so, too. Brian Johnson, all of them guys. Everybody, a lot of people we know, Walter Flanagan, all them guys have, uh, kids and, uh, happy Father's Day. So, but I'll, yes, I will get to see my family. It was nice. I got to see my nieces and my nephews. Everyone's Don- all grown up. I know. My matter of fact, in like three days, my niece Dominique graduates from high school. She's 18. I can't believe it. Um, it's really crazy. Every time we go back there, it's, they're so much older. So, um, we were going to talk about that. We were going to talk about, uh, some news. We're going to do some news, me's, me's news. But yeah, this is me and, and Jordan doing our own little muse cast right now. Cause again, we're out in Winnipeg. So this is, we're going to fill in. And you didn't do want some you to filler. get rusty. No, no, we wanted to record. And I think it'd be fun because we have our own little recording stuff going. Did you get a chance to uh, text Kevin? Happy Father's Day. I have not. I have not got to text him yet, but I'm going to. Um, I figured, you know, he's in Italy. He doesn't want to hear from me. He yeah. actually just. Um, he's God, leaving he's now. He's in the states, actually, but he's not in Los Angeles yet. I don't want to give away his location. Yeah, don't give it away because <laughs> they might not. They might try to hunt him down. What if someone went to the airport? If this came out like five days from now, they're at the airport. They didn't realize that we recorded it five days earlier, and it's not coming out. You're silly. This ain't live, <laughs> silly pants. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you too. You're the proud father of a. Puggle in a, I don't know what Jack says. I am two babies. We have two babies, two puppy babies, not real babies. There are fur babies. Yeah, there are fur babies. Hopefully, babies in the future. We'll we got see. to see the little boy, little nephew of Jordan's. Before we left, we got to spend um, my nephew Jay. His name is also Jay. 
We got to spend his birthday with him. He turned two. We took him to Disneyland. It was oh. a whole lot of fun. Yeah. My sister just sent me a video of him flying a kite. It's really awesome watching him grow up and. He's all grown up. He's a really all awesome little kid. Up. We're talking about, so uh, here's something I want to talk about and maybe you guys can help us out with. Jordan and I want to go on vacations soon. Not soon like this week, next week, but we're going to go Sometime on vacation. And we'll we keep take a vacation. Tr- yes, we're going to take a vacation and we want to try to go somewhere because we've been going, like we're going to be hopefully going to some places. Um, you For know, work. Pe- yeah, like people say, go to France, go to Paris, go to UK, London or something, maybe. Um, we've done that. I've been to London and we're going back for work and I've been to Germany and stuff. I was thinking, you know, like I want to really go to maybe Ireland or maybe go to Australia, stuff like that. So if anyone has any great ideas, they've been on vacation somewhere. Find us on Twitter and tell us what you think. Exactly. Twitter at jmuse, J-A-Y-M-E-W-E-S or at Jordan Monsanto. Spell it for him. J-O-R-D-A-N-M-O-N-S-A-N-T-O. Yeah, and tell us if you've been somewhere, somewhere as romantic and cool. Like, I want to be able to go somewhere where we can walk, go around and see, like, uh, you know, go snorkeling, maybe see some ruins, like castles, or maybe if it's even older than that. I like old stuff. You know, pyramids, Egypt, we should go to Egypt. We can't go there right now. It's a little... Oof, so see, there you have it. Yeah, we need to go somewhere safe. We planned on going to Egypt this, this year, actually. That was something that we talked about. Um, you know, when you were in recovery, you had said that that's one place that you really wanted to see because you watched a lot of CSI and you watched a lot of different episodes and Horatio Kane was fighting crime everywhere. Yeah. Well, no, he was in Rio. He was in he Rio. He was in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Yes. No, but you saw Egypt somewhere. I don't know what you were watching, but you it's really wanted show. to go. Oh, I know it's right. And yes. it was crazy because I had gone to Turkey in yes. October and my friend's parents met us in Turkey and we went with them to Greece, went with them to – um Athens and Crete, and then they flew to Egypt and did a cruise of the Nile, and they said it was absolutely incredible. That's what I'm saying. So if anyone's been anywhere that's safe and really cool, that isn't like the standard, you know, people saying, oh, go here, go somewhere that's like, uh, you know, crazy that you can be like, go here, this little island in here, and you could go, and it's amazing, and there's this and that, definitely you can Twitter us and uh, tell us, please, because we're going to go eventually in the next few months, uh, I would say, you know, two, three months from now, but we want to go, and we want it to rock and roll, so... We want to go, but speaking of one of the places I thought of was Belize, and I want to go to Belize because I know they have a bunch of Mayan ruins, Mayan Indians, the ruins, and this and that, and they have that big gaping hole in the ocean. And Jordan's, yes, yeah, my family is at my father's um, side of the family is actually from Belize, and a lot of them still live there. Uh, my father is half Mayan Indian, quarter Portuguese, and quarter Italian, and so. My grandmother that actually just recently passed away a couple weeks ago um, is full Mayan and has a lot of her family there. And it'd be interesting to see all that. Yeah, and you have now you some of the family has like they have property where it's they literally said uh, her cousins went there to go visit and check out their property they owned. I guess the father left them property, blah, blah, blah. But it's so large that you can get lost, but not even that. They were walking around and they found, literally found Indians living on the reservation. Yeah, tribes of Indians that are living on the land. Living on the land and they're, they're like washing their clothes in the river and they said they are like picking chocolate from the trees and lumber. They have like cacao and a mahogany and rosewood. But they allow the, the Indians to stay there because they watch over the land and make sure Nothing happens because in a lot of those areas, like you have to be careful because it's so close to a lot of like the Latin American countries where they have a lot of drug problems and people might be growing drugs on your land and you don't even know it when you have that much, you know? Yeah. So they have awesome, huge. There's actually a jaguar preserve on the land. Listen to that. So that's what I'm saying. This is the stuff. And then part, one of her family members owns like part of the port that where you can go in and there's all sorts of cool stuff. So I just never have really had a chance to go on a vacation ever since I've, you know, been in like high school. It's always been about school. I graduated from college and I don't know, it's always been about work and everywhere we go is for work. So it'd be nice to. Yeah, it'd be nice. And we get to see family if we go there, but we're going to figure out Jay wants to go there. I would like to take him somewhere where he can see some old stuff. When I went to Turkey, it was so awesome to be able to see 
Hagia Sophia, uh, you know, buildings that have been around before Christ and all of these, you know, all of the streets have in there and in Italy were like built by the Romans and they still have like the plaques so you can see, you know, Hadrian's Ooh. way and Isn't all that, sorts of stuff. And then there's the big, uh, big, st- uh, Colosseum, right? The big. Yeah, the Colosseum. I got an amazing experience there because it was drizzling and everybody, all the tourists ran out, but I got to stay in there and it emptied. Normally it's so crazy busy. See, I would want to go where we, where it's not crazy so we can get actually check it out. If you do your research, um, you can get a Roma pass or you can buy your tickets ahead of time at one of the other sites and you can sneak in because there's lines for everything, but do your research. There you have it. So we're going to research that. Give us some uh, tips on some good places, and that's what we're going to do. And here's another place we're going to go for work, which isn't far and Belizean-like, but this is another place, man. Hey, Bastin. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. Oh, man, check that shit out, man. I'm telling you. So Boston, we get to go to Boston. That's the night before Count Basie. That's the 7th. So there you go. The 7th of October, we're going to be in Boston. So get tickets for that, man. That's going to be sweet. Um I've been to Boston a few times and it's a, it's a lovely place. We we went once together and we drove to New Jersey in the fall and we got to see all all the leaves changing. All the leaves are brown and the sky (laughs) is gray. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So I like, I'm telling you, I like Boston. I like me some, uh, you know, New Jersey. Um, and this is going to be awesome to go for work and then I'll get to see family in Boston. I'll get to see, I think I still have some friends in Boston. Um, and we'll get to see some peoples and hang out and do a show and have fun. And uh, I'm excited about it, man. I really want to go to Africa, but I don't know if I want to go with you that far on our Oh, you went to Africa. <laughs> I don't know about Africa. Yeah, I don't know about Africa. First. My good friend Christina has been all over, and she said Africa was the most amazing experience. She got to go on a safari. and That would be awesome. I'd love to drive in a truck where – She just wants us to see the animals before you know any of them go away. I, I think that would honestly be awesome. See, something like that I would really love. Just driving a truck, watch elephants and giraffes pass by, and I'd jump on their back and start riding them. <laughs> It'd be so much fun, man. She got to see um an elephant burial ceremony type, so to speak. I don't know if you remember in The Lion King, do you remember the elephant graveyard that Simba goes to? Yeah, yeah. And they really do bury their, their dead, and they, they'll all get around and bow down to them. They're very, actually very intelligent animals, but they're one of the only other mammals that mourn their dead. Oh, my god. A little goodness. fun fact for you. There you have it, man. Um, I have some more fun facts that I think do... that you listeners might like. All right. Well, we're going to do that in a minute. First, we're going to give them another taste of a little something, something, and then we're going to do something, something, and then we're going to do something, something. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon yeah. on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Right, is your fun little fact, baby? Is it would it be considered news? There are ten facts you thought you never knew about Star Wars. I would say that's sort of muse news, so Alright. And you're a muse, I'm a muse, so we get the both to <laughs> Muse News, Muse News, Muse News, Muse News. Oh. This is the Muse News. This so is the Jordan Muse. Because Jay's got something to amuse you. Or and Jordan. You probably already knew too. Muse Jordan news. Muse. Jordan news. news. I got Jordan it. News. <laughs> So we'll leave the little beat. Now give it to us, baby. Ten facts that Jordan Muse will give us that you did not know about Star Wars. I didn't know about Star Wars. Well, we all know a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But did you know that the original draft by George Lucas read a long, long time ago in a not too distant future? Um, I didn't know that. 
a long, long time ago in the not too distant future. Luckily, someone pointed out to George that that didn't make any sense and he changed it because that it sounds a little strange. It doesn't really read very well. That would have changed the the intro of a Chainsaw and Bob Strike Back, right? Uh, maybe. Something else you guys probably didn't know. The Sith were originally called The Damned, uh, but a British band with the same name debuted in February 1977, forcing Lucas to dub over the word with Sith in post-production. And, you know, I'm sure he wasn't too pleased about that. But it just happened. what happened exactly? Sorry, wait. Sorry, Jason wasn't listening. Yeah. Uh, the Sith were originally called The Damned, but a British uh, punk band with the same name debuted in February 1997, and George Lucas had to dub over the name with The Sith. Wow, so The Sith weren't called The Sith. They were called The Damned. They were like, oh my I gosh. I think Sith is a really cool the, name, though. Yeah. And the Damned is pretty generic. Because there's The Sith Lord, so it would have been like The Damned Lord. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Sith is so much better. Before the role of Princess Leia was offered to Carrie Fisher, Jane Fonda, Meryl Streep, and Diana Ross were all strongly considered. Oh, Diana Ross. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Hmm. I don't know. The part of Han Solo was originally offered to a young Jeff Goldblum who tur- well, wait, turned – Wait, So yeah, let's talk about this when we're oh, doing it. Let's oh, sorry, about- sorry. But I love the facts because I didn't know this for real. So – and people might have – I bet the hardcore fans probably know. But who knows? Maybe they didn't. So yeah, okay, we could talk about the Han Solo – was Hans first was originally offered to young Jeff Goldblum, who turned it down to co-star in Woody Allen's Annie Hall. Oh my goodness! So if if he had accepted, Jeff that would be Han Solo. Han Solo. Oh my goodness! That's I don't right. Know. Um, I like Jeff Goldblum a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I, I well, think what's crazy is that um, his on-screen time was all but cut out of the final edit of Annie Hall. And the only uh, line that he has left in the movie was, "I forgot my mantra." Do you think he kicks himself in the ass? Do you think like, holy shit, I could have been in, in a fucking I don't know. Series. He has a, he has a great career and Annie Hall won an Oscar oh. that year and it beat Star Wars for an Oscar. So I don't think he's kicking himself that much. There you have but that's it. what happens in this life. You got to, you know, every decision you make is so an equal and opposite reaction of that's a chain right. reaction. That's right. Um, only George Lucas, only Lucas. Only George Lucas knew about the iconic line, Luke, I am your father. So during filming, the actors had a different script, and the line that was read during shooting was, Luke, you are your own father. That was really confusing, um, I imagine, for the actors and the film crew, but... You know. That's amazing. So he didn't want anybody to read the script and know that the outcome was going to be. That's genius, right? That is very genius. Lucas, man, I'm going to suck your dick. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I but, should you know, say but, that. But, but, <laughs> yeah, but yes, um, Lucas, you are but, a genius. But because for of that, then, then they got, you know, the, all the other sequels, right? Cause he had to, he knew when he was making this that he was like, I want to do a ton of these. Yeah. Who plans that, you know? But yes, yeah, so they, that's amazing though. They didn't want it to leak. They didn't want it to chance it. So it said, "Luke, you're your own." I mean, Darth. Wait, Luke. Darth Vader said, "Luke, you are your own father." Yes, Luke, you're your own father. Wow, Jesus. Um, the line here was Lucas had to concoct a lengthy lie about time travel based on the Return of the Jedi. So he was gonna. Tra- he, that's what he was. He was telling people, I guess, you know that. Oh, well, there's going to be time travel in the next one and in the Return of the Jedi. So Luke is his own father. But that wasn't really his plan. Um, Filming on The Empire Strikes Back had to halt for two weeks due to a windsurfing competition in Australia that became an annual tradition for Lucas. And he never – he refuses to ever miss it. Wow. So he stopped for two weeks. Of shooting and still goes to it this year, every year. Cause I guess wherever they were shooting, they, they, you know, the, the contest had that area or something. No, 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 no. I, there, I thought it's saying that he never misses it. So, or is he saying because of it, it held up his shooting? Read it again because I think it's saying that Lucas goes to the competition and he's like, look, I'm not missing this. I know we're shooting. These but- are from dailyrandomfacts.com. So just so you know, I want to credit the, whoever wrote these. I didn't come up with them on my own. I did not research uh. them. Filming on The Empire Strikes Back had yeah. to halt for two weeks due to a windsurfing competition in Australia. That became an annual tradition of sorts for Lucas and of which he refused to miss. So, yeah, he, it was an annual tradition for Lucas. So he wanted to go. But I see think you. the tradition started then. 
Oh, maybe. Look at you. R2-D2 was originally to be played by a dwarf, but after three dwarfs overheated in the costume during rehearsals, one fatally, they agreed to cast a midget. As you may, might know, the main difference between dwarves and midgets is that midgets are more heat resistant. I did not know that. So that that was that was interesting. Kind of scary to hear that the R two D two costume caused someone to overheat and die. Wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> so the difference between one of the main differences between dwarfs and midgets is that midgets are more heat resistant. I don't know if that's true. How is that possible? No way. That means they're like superpowers. Almost. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, like I, they're they are more heat resistant. Oh my goodness. Um. I don't know. That sounds kind of strange, though. Yeah, the, it does. Seems It seems almost supernatural in a Hopefully sense. Hopefully these are true. Although Star Wars and Empire were big hits, the studio refused to greenlight the return of the Jedi until Lucas drew out a detailed merchandising plan and promised more toy-friendly characters than the Empire, hence the Ewoks. Oh, They're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, – who's the, who's the best one? Who is the who is the main Ewok? I'm bad at this game. Yeah. I'm bad at this game. <laughs> Before being You're rewritten kidding. as comic relief, Jar Jar Binks was a dupli- uh, excuse me, a duplicitous mercenary and ultimately betrays How do you how you say Q Gon Jin? Oh, wow, really? Yeah. So So originally he was a, a, mercenary. a mercenary and he was he wasn't so funny. He wasn't funny, and he was going to betray Kuzarzin, and instead they made him him funny, and he made they made him the comedy relief. Yeah. What made that decision? Too bad we didn't know. Too, Too bad, bad it doesn't say that. Call call Lucas and get let's a, call get and a find comment. out. Yeah, let's find out why. Uh, the character of Yoda and his manner of speaking was based on the Dalai Lama. No way. Dalai Lama doesn't say, talk like that, does I've he? I've never spoken to him, actually. But I do know, you know, uh, Bobby's dad has met him. I Let's ask met. him. So he goes, you, how does he, how's he talk? He, uh, he goes, uh, the Force is strong in this one. You must use the ways of the Force. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But he says everything like sort of backwards. Everyone says uh, you talk like Yoda on your Twitter. Yeah, but but, uh, but so they're saying the Dalai Lama talks like that. Maybe All right. Lucas's perception of the Dalai Lama. Is okay. Based on. I don't know. I thought those were fun. I was. I thought that was it. Yeah, ten. See, we could have sat and talked about them more and killed a whole lot of time. But you're like, I'm not well, in the interest of killing time. I'm in the interest of quality over quantity. No, but that's the whole thing. Quality being that we talk about it and talk about how awesome it is and how quali- thought, well, quality. Well, the Jeff Goldblum thing is really it. interesting. We met him once. We did. A, we did. At a Rite Aid. We did. We did meet him. He's, at, he's a very, very interesting person in person. In person, yeah, he's and pretty eccentric. On the big screen. Yeah, he's pretty. Seems pretty eccentric and uh, interesting. You creatives. It would have been really interesting to to see the difference. It's so interesting to see if like imagine instead of instead of uh, fucking if it was Jeff Goldblum, Han Solo. And when then did the fly Jane Fonda. Out? Let's say if it was Jane Fonda. Think about how different Star Wars. Picture Star Wars, all the three Star Wars, and if all three of those characters was Luke, and then it was Jeff Goldblum and Jane Fonda. How different of a how it's. I mean, I guess yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be all up to Lucas. So, he directed it, so he'd direct them the way he wanted them to go. Maybe you know, maybe so, they would have had different limitations. See, well, look, they named both. They mentioned both of those characters were possibilities. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Fonda, and all that Jane stuff. Fonda, Meryl Jane Fonda, Meryl Streep, or uh, Diana Ross. Diana Ross would have been, you know, because out of all the characters in that film, are any of them African American? Um, yeah, there's a uh, what's his name. I don't know his freaking his. I don't know name, how. Yes, there a- African American, an African American woman in that lead role, that would have been awesome. But then they couldn't do the sister thing, could they? No. No. 
That would have changed. Yeah, me. yeah. So, but but uh, what am I thinking about? Is I wonder if Mark Hamill was always just straight up. They were like, "This is the man. This is who we want." And there was no, there was no one else even close or whatever. I wish they'd give that fun little fact. Mark Hamill information. I know, but I'm saying they mentioned Han Solo. They mentioned they mentioned Princess Leia. One, if they didn't mention Mark Hamill. Or Luke Skywalker, maybe they didn't even ha- maybe Mark Hamill was the man right from the get-go. The man with the plan? Yes, he was the man with the plan. He knew what's up, yo. So, again, it is uh, June 19th. We are on the set of Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. Um, we ha- are Do you doing have your follow-up a- news beat? We are doing, yes, we are doing a, uh, we're doing a uh, Musecast, aka Jay and Bob Good Jobs, uh, with me, Jason Muse, and my wife, Jordan Muse. There you have it. Sometimes so there, I forget my name. She does forget sometimes. Um, so let's see if we have the. Ooh. Oh, you know what, babe? I don't think we do have, but we have this. Breaking news. 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 Breaking news. I don't this isn't breaking news. Well this is breaking up follow news. That's what's follow up news based on you said you already spoke about the Death Star that Apple's building. Yes. Um, you know, you'd think that the neighbors were upset, but they're not. They're kind of stoked about the 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 mega campus that Apple's building. So there's the, so when I read the article on uh, earlier on a earlier 12, episode, employees. yes, I was and it's a no, I thought it's a, yeah twelve thousand and it is what if four levels of park and then four levels of Residents office space. Of Sunnyvale and Santa Clara will be able to look out their windows and see Steve Jobs heading to work with twelve thousand other employees. Sunnyvale. Sun- yeah. Sunnyvale's where that they found that body. Wow. I don't know about that. It is. I, I read. I, mean, I don't. News- I don't know what you're. I'm just about. saying that I read a news piece that had to do with uh, with Sunnyvale. So that's interesting. The neighbors so- are claiming that they don't mind because uh, of the potential to raise nearby property values and bring good jobs to the region. Easing for now, uh, you know, any type of border wars that. The city may have had with other people about building. Well, that's good. So they're all happy about it. 155 I... acre site of the forthcoming campus, now occupied by HP. Wait, they're buying it from Hewlett Packard? I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't know that either. Wow, there. Um. Uh, yes, one of the residents has said that he's more than willing to overlook. The bothers of having an ice spaceship sizzling less than a hundred feet away from his doorstep, if it means he can drink in the successes of a campus he joked is destined to become the eighth wonder of the world. Eighth wonder of the world. I don't know if support's going to last on that. I mean, once they there's like heavy racket and all sorts of stuff, people might be complaining. But if they're smart, they'll let it happen because. It's bound. It's if he if he doesn't do it there, he's going to do it somewhere else, and then someone else, some other city is going to you know have all that economic progress. Yeah, so it's good they don't. We need jobs in California, people. Yeah, we got to get a job. Need a job. All right, here's a little something. Ian and I, of course, want to play this beat. Oh, uh, 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 uh. News, news, bus news, 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 bus news. Somebody was on on the the bus, bus, and they probably fucked something up. News, news. Bus news. News news. Bus news. Yeah. I have bus news too. You do? All right. First. Mine is three men accused of sexually assaulting a four-year-old girl on her school bus last year were acquitted for a second time yesterday. The court appeal found that there was no physical evidence that an assault ever took place, that one of the men was on the bus at the time of the alleged attack, and that GPS records contradicted the account given by prosecutors of the route the bus took. All right, so that's I, – I really hope this didn't happen and these fuckholes got away with it because if these guys fucking sexually assaulted a four-year-old girl, 
they deserve to be fucking all thrown in jail and I don't even know, want to say what else. Um, it says the father, I mean, Jesus, they, the, I don't think so. It says it isn't true. They have, they have a coordinate. The one guy had GPS coordinates that he was there. They had proof. So hopefully it isn't true. I mean, that's the good thing is the evidence shows it's not true. So hopefully some young girl out there was not attacked and was not assaulted and that it was just a misunderstanding, a big misunderstanding. And if she was, hopefully they find justice, right? Hopefully yeah, justice yeah. is served. If not, then if – It'd be a shame if – If it did happen, then those dudes are going to hell and, and something bad's going to happen to them, believe me. So I hate to even put that to pretty bad bus news, but oh, – This one's a little bit more funny. Um, bus, this Jen Schwalbach of Plus One Per DM sent this mm. over to me. Bus company shut down after officials find people traveling in luggage compartment again. Wow. A Michigan tour bus company was ordered to cease operations after six people were found traveling in one bus's luggage compartment. Now, we travel on a tour bus uh, courtesy of Kevin and Jen, and mm. it has a huge – Oh, it's luggage humongous. compartment, but that we have, you know, we could l- literally take take you know like a whole apartment worth of stuff under the bus, but we'd never put any of our people under there. No, that seems crazy and and very dangerous and scary. Yeah, but people want to travel; they're gonna probably. Uh, I mean, it's, that's so a great along thing. with the uncomfortable travelers, authorities also found mattresses, pillows, and luggage when the bus was pulled over. Could you imagine being down there with stuff moving? How dangerous that would be! Oh yeah, it's crazy. I know, I know. I've seen as big as they are. If they're stuffed, that stuff's going to be rocking around, and and it could fall on you. According to the report by the Federal Motor Motor Carrier Safety Administration, doozy, the driver told the officer that he had stashed some passengers in the luggage department because there was no more room on the passenger part of the bus. Even more frightening, the bus company warned was warned in August of 2010 that it could not transport people in the luggage department of its vehicles. So this isn't the first time this has happened, and it's super dangerous. <laughs> it is super dangerous. I mean, it's super obvious. Super dangerous. I just think it's ridiculous. It's crazy ridiculous. They ship. I mean, I, they must not have the uh, the loot to travel on the bus. Or they thought it was fun. It is pretty cool down there. You could set up a Please, room and make your- it safe. I have cool. a safe room on our on the bus. Exactly, but I'm saying, like, let's say you you know that you're going to be traveling from here. I wouldn't do it because I would get as soon as I saw this those doors shut. Stop and take it. Think for a second and think. Okay, is a cheaper or free bus ride more valuable in my life in case no. something were to happen? Well, some of the who knows these people. I mean, it's no one understand. No, no one knows about their situation or anything like. That, yeah, exactly. So. so I'm saying I don't know, but I think it's crazy because I know as soon as those fucking doors locked behind me, I'd fucking panic. I'd you'd be so cl- as big as it is in there, the doors locking, I would fucking freak out. So I don't know how these dudes handled it, but again, they must have been. It could have been a bad, bad situation. Well. What I would think is like, okay, I could see that happening if someone was trying to like smuggle someone somewhere that wasn't supposed to yes. be traveling, but that wasn't the case. They were just looking for a ride. So desperate times call for desperate measures, but be safe, people. Oh my gosh. Um, or maybe they, that maybe they were trying to fucking break out or somewhere. Here's a fucking story. Two inmates, officer charged in prison break. The men were hiding bed sheets under their clothes. They ripped the sheets into long pieces, tied them together with some electrical wires they found on the roof and climbed down to the ground after waiting nearly six hours. The two men then hid in an abandoned house behind the post office and then were arrested 10 days later. The two resisted a police and the officers fired guns at them, but then, but there were no injuries. First, they climbed up on the roof. Sorry, that, that's the whole thing is the inmates, uh, and JQ29 Iraq told the Dubai criminal court first. This is in Dubai? They did not, along with other Jeez detainees, Louise. escape using a weapon or cause DH2000 and damage in public property. Um, record said that about 6 p.m., the two others were taking the photo boots at the police station to make their daily calls. 
So they, they, what they did is the employees. I doubt. So they did get caught. After breaking onto the station's roof, climbing down on makeshift ropes, thanks, thanks to the in, uh, inattentive guard, a court. So <laughs> the guard, yeah, yeah, he wasn't paying attention, didn't care, was like, whatever, left them there. They climbed up, they ran up to the roof, then climbed down. That and sounds hit. like it's straight yeah. out of the TV show. It I, really is. It's like I have a hard break. time believing that they, that anything like that could be successful. No, they got busted. I mean, they they made it out, but they and got busted. And you know what? They're in a lot more trouble. Yes, they are. Now, they, I think that's like five years automatic for escape. I don't, I don't know. know anything about Dubai's criminal All court the, system yeah, or anything. Who knows out there? Um, mean, Dubai is somewhere that I really think would be interesting to go to. They have like indoor ski lodges. What? And they have like the tallest let, – let me look. I might have just made the that tallest, up. The tallest mountains? No, like the tallest building in the world, I think. Muse News. Muse News. So this is Jordan Unmying's sort of first podcast slash smodcast slash Hopefully it's not too boring, cast. people. I know it's not it's not quick, witty, bitty, and fitty and mitty, but we're gonna I wish we could talk we have some uh we sh- next time we're gonna do one, we're gonna fucking make it icky and bicky. We're gonna make it sticky, icky and sexy. I'm gonna do some sex games and stuff on the on the podcast, but we just want to, again, we're just trying to get some filler in there. Make sure, wait a sec, let me finish, babe. And we're going to make sure that we, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we have podcasts while we're away. We don't want to let things lag. We want to keep things going, make sure we have content. And this is us filling it, filling in, giving a little news, chatting about, Yeah, we don't want Jay and Bob get jobs to be a myth. No, no. And this ain't really technically Jay and Bob, but this is, uh, Again, this is Jordan and I filling in, doing our first podcast together technically because we did do the the live uh, thing uh, for the royal wedding and then she filled in the one morning um, for Get Jobs Live, but everyone filled in there. This is the first time her and I sat down alone and we're sort of giving uh, what we want to give, doing our thing and, and all that. So, But here she's going to give us a little something. Well, just on the subject of Dubai, um, you know – the, in 2010, the completion of the Burj Khalifa, or also known as the Khalifa Tower, is now by far the world's tallest building at 828 meters tall. That's 2,716 feet. The Burj Khalifa's design is derived from the patterning systems embodied in Islamic architecture with the triple-lobed footprint of the building based on an abstracted version of the desert flower Hymen, no, Hymenoclus? Hymen? I knew you were... Did you say the Hymen? Hymenoclus. <laughs> I don't know. Which is native to the Dubai region. Uh, did you have that crazy light on? I did. The bumming? The buzzing? Um, there also uh, is the Burj Al Arab uh, luxury isn't, hotel in Dubai. Isn't the Hymenoclus the fucking... Uh, Humonculus is what you're the thinking of. <laughs> That's why I read it. <laughs> when I, I thought the same thing when I read it. Uh, the Humonculus is the book? Uh, no, it's like the monster or whatever. Okay, in Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Yes, the Humonculus. Check out Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Matter of fact, on fear.net. Fear. Dot net. You can see Todd in a book of pure evil. Finally, in the United States. August second. It's just Fearnet, actually. Fearnet. Um, August second at 10 p.m. It premieres. Okay, there you have it. August second. Check your cable listings, people. Yes, watch it because it was only available here in Canada on the Space Channel, which is, uh, you know, it was only Canada could only watch it. No one in the U.S. Um, and now you could see it on Fearnet, August 2nd, 10 p.m., and they'll have the whole 13 episodes. Now we're shooting season two. So then season two will also be available on Fearnet. And also, uh, both season one and two will be available out in Canada on Comedy Central or Comedy Network. Comedy Network. There you have it. Jeez. Comedy Central is a completely different television station. It's available on Space and Comedy Network. There you have it. Um, Serious, you could scr- see. Can you hear in her voice that she's like fucking disgusted with me? She's like, "Oh my god!" I don't want to send people to the wrong place. I know, baby. You could just, but you, that's it. You just, you're just. I am uh, so sweet to you. Reprimanding me, which is fine. Reprimanding me, but you're you had like disgust. Like you're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Who doesn't know shit? You could hear the judgment in my voice. Can you see? You could have <laughs> just been like, "Baby, no, 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 no." 
It's Comedy Network out here in Canada. No, I was distracted and I I jumped on you. I'm How sorry. Could you be but I was distracted because I was reading I was reading about all of the different cool things and looking at all these cool pictures of, of Dubai and I I really want to go there. Oh, now. cool! Yeah, let's look at pictures and stuff while we're on the radio. I'm sorry, while we're doing the podcast. You were talking. I was letting you take the take the lead. How about how about take we the steering wheel? How about we get ready to get out of here and I, I go fucking go to, go, to the, go to the hotel and I can poo poo and pee on your chest. Ah, just kidding. I just kidding. But I want to put it's it. Funny in that pee-pee. you don't hear any disgust in my voice when you say that. Yeah, you're like I don't care. You can do pee pee on my chest. PP on my face, PP on my butt. I have one more bit of news. I'm gonna spank your butt. All right, so wait, let's give a different B for a different mirrors. This is news, br- this news. this could be breaking news, but is it, it tech sh- news? No, this is economic news. All right, so for economic news. news, economic news to tech news. Tech news at B. Tech news. I said tech news at B. News news. Boss news. News news. No! What the hell? That's what I was looking for, everybody. Hell with the bus news. Here we got economic news. Yeah. Economic news. Economic news. Economic. Economics. So when I was in Greece just this past year. Oh shit. This is so rude. When I was in Greece this past year. Uh, it was shortly after, uh, you know, they had announced that they were bankrupt. The company, the the whole country was really in some dire financial times. Um, and it's interesting because Greece is a member of the European Union. So in that sort of situation, it's kind of up to all the other countries that are together to sort of like figure out what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And you would think that with all the tourism, I mean, shit, I was there and it was expensive and there was tons of other people there, but you would think that that would make the country thrive. Um, and it ended up, you know, being like even a month later that, you know, they ha- were having riots and it, the Athens was a little dangerous. They, were, they actually found a bomb at the Mexican embassy in Athens. So when I was there and I lost my wallet, it was at the embassy being sent to Los Angeles. However, uh, it was delayed for months because no mail was allowed to go in and out because of that. There was They found a bomb. So Oof. things were crazy over there. Now in the news, uh, Euro heads are in talks on a $140 billion Greek bailout. Wow. Uh, so they're meeting in Luxembourg to discuss this. Germany is one of the countries uh, in the European Union that is doing really well right now. And it's, it's, it's good, thank God, because, you know, they're our allies and everything. Um, but the, but the what? But the what? Well, they're expected to approve a short-term sixteen billion dollar in- loan installment to keep Greek Greece afloat for the next couple months, um, and then a second international aid package will be the top agenda item at the summit of all the European U- Union leaders in Brussels next week. Uh, it's expected to be roughly equal to one hundred forty-eight billion dollars to rescue Greece. Wow! Crazy, right? Crazy, crazy news. That would be economic news, economic, economic. Uh, just to quote Mr. Papandreou, I believe. Do a quote him, baby. Uh, the consequences of a violent bankruptcy or an exit from the euro would cause, uh, would be catastrophic for Greek families, banks, and the credibility of our country and would put us back where we started. Put us back where we started, you know, the ancient times. Oh um, is I think what he's referring to. He conceded Greece's hope of being able to borrow the international market's money next year was, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Greece's hope of being able to borrow on the international markets next year was completely unfeasible. There you have it. So they're not doing it. Yeah. So now they need international loans. They, well, I don't know about international loans, man. Because I was reading something about well, this. Well, those are all indi- individual countries. Well, this could be totally separate, but it says here, I was reading something about that too. Many economists say the program, which the program would be quantitative easing, purpose to pick quantitative up the Quantitative easing is when you uh, you slowly like leak money into the economy so that it uh, it has more money and you don't create like a hyperinflation where, where the, when you put more money into the economy too quickly, sometimes uh, prices can skyrocket and the value of the your actual currency is lower. There you have it. There's a whole thing here, and it uh, says Fed stimulus ends soon. Do we still need it? And with the economy growing at a, a tepid pace last fall, the Federal Reserve made an unprecedented move. It began buying up long-term government bonds from investors 
as a way of pouring money info into the economy. Many economists say the program probably helps stimulate growth at least a little. Now it's supposed to expire, and Fed officials say it won't be coming back. Well, yes, if there's too much economic growth, I mean, people are spending too much. You could, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's really hard to say. I only studied economics for a short amount of time before I. Yeah, quit. it's pretty deep, and I don't know why we're talking on this about on MuseCast because that shit is way deep and above my fucking. We were going to talk about Father's Day. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Mike. Um, all right, man, everyone. Thank you. That was an hour. Can you believe it, babe? One whole hour. We've already spoken. Well, you know, and you and I talk wisdom. all day. We do. And, uh, but I, we wanted to fill an hour and we wanted to get an hour podcast. And here we have it. There's an hour of Musecast, aka Jay and Silent Bob. Good jobs with me, Jason Muse and his wife, sexy wife, who he's going to go pee pee on. What's your name? Jordan Muse, and you're not going to pee pee on me. I know. Oh, I'm we didn't even talk about our. Oh, we have so much more to talk about. Well, we'll do it again another time. Because, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're going to do one tomorrow. Matter of fact, we we don't get home. The, 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 today is Sunday the 19th. Jordan and I don't go home till Wednesday, which would be uh, the 22nd. So um, I'm not sure what the plan is if Kevin and I are going to jump on Skype or something. But regardless, I believe Jordan and I will be doing a couple more of these while we're out here recording some podcasts. You hear that, so, everyone? You're stuck with me for a little yes, while longer. Stuck with at least another two. Two more podcasts, uh, Jordan and myself. So thank you for listening. Hopefully it wasn't too boring, somewhat entertaining, and uh, somewhat arousing. So we'll end on this note, man. On we'll end on this note, man. I've messed up like three times. <laughs> Miss James, don't you? Every day gotta say what they think Instead of sleeping in sick and taking a pink These punks are prices, the nicest of guys Got four more cases, stolen off a supply Moving staples like a motherfucker, nine to five Jay and Bob got jobs, are you jealous inside? That's right, motherfucker, it's Jay and Taylor Bob got jobs Now here you go, Jay, it's Silent Jordan <laughs> Go get a job, bitch Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Jen Schwalbach. And here's what's happening every day at smodcast.com. On Sunday, it's me and Scott Mosier doing the original Smodcast. On Mondays, it's Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. On Tuesdays, it's Blowhard with Malcolm Ingram. Also on Tuesday, my personal favorite, Plus One. That's the one where you and I talk. That is. And you get naked. <laughs> on Wednesdays, it's me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. On Thursdays, it's Puck Nuts with Walt Flanagan, Ming Chen, and Brian Johnson. And don't forget Sunday Jeff. And then on Friday, they lose Sunday Jeff, and it's just Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn, and sometimes Ming Chen taking some abuse on Tell em Steve Dave. On Saturdays, it's Red State of the Union. Highlands, a peephole history. One of the shows iTunes chose one of the best podcasts of 2010. Smarriage at Smodcastle, one of my favorites. That's where I actually become Rev Kev and marry motherfuckers. We sit down, interview them, find out about their entire lives at the end of it. They're literally married. And all of it's free. Don't cost you a dime. Seven days a week, we bring you the free funny. Nice. You sound like a pitch person there, man. What else can you sell me? Show me a little boob. I'll buy. <sighs> Smartcast.com. <laughs>